ladies, it's Brittany Brazel. The Lord has given me a passion for motherhood and homemaking. From that passion, a ministry has birthed no higher calling. There is no higher calling on my life than to be wife to Simeon and mama to my littles. I still have so much to learn, but as I continue to grow, it is my desire to share the truths God is teaching me. Hey ladies, welcome to this episode of the No Higher Calling Podcast. In today's episode, I am just going to get real with you all and share with you some of the wrestlings of my heart and what God is teaching me as I am desperately dependent upon Him. So be prepared for me to be a little emotional because oh, it's just, it's been an emotional journey right now. We have a lot of things going on in our home. Normal life stuff added onto that. We are preparing for an international move. We are Australia bound in the next coming months, which is so exciting. We have prayed, we have planned, we have waited for this moment. But it has brought an upheaval into our home and into our current life as we are transitioning from here to there. And that has just brought physical exhaustion, mental exhaustion as we are making decisions after decisions, um, emotional stress as, yes, we're excited, but we are also starting to grieve what we will be leaving behind the family the friends our our church family our life that we've created here um and so that's brought just some emotional turmoil and then spiritually i just have found myself in a place where i am falling on my face telling god i can't do this on my own i love to be in control I love to know what's around the corner because I can plan and prepare for it. Um, but God is teaching me that that's not how life works and it's not how he wants life to work for his glory or for my good. He wants me to be desperately dependent on him. So I'm just going to show you the raw and let you in as I just share the, the things that I have been wrestling through in my own heart. And what God is teaching me as I, I feel like Jacob um, at Bethel when he wrestled with that angel and was like, I've got to have you. Um, and that's how I feel. I feel like I, I'm wrestling being like, God, you, I've got to have you touch me and change me and make me limp for the rest of my life like Jacob if, if, be, if need be. But I've got to have you, Lord, because I am insufficient. I cannot do this on my own. And I feel like I've been learning that in so many different ways um, in my life. Just so many things have taught me that, but nothing has taught me that quite like motherhood. Um, motherhood has been a sanctifying process in my life. Um, and, and, and for so many reasons. One, I'm trying to rear souls to love the Lord, um, which requires that I know and love the Lord and that I invest that into something else. I also look at my little ones, especially as we're in these like toddler preschool years, and so many of the attitudes and emotions that frustrate me about them, God just puts his thumb right on my heart and says, you're just as selfish. You're just as prideful. You're just as whiny as your two-year-old. And it, it is just, it's been, it's been a sanctifying process. 
So as you listen to this episode, if you think, oh my goodness, Brittany's learned all these lessons and checked all these boxes and she's good to go with being dependent on the Lord, please know that is the farthest from the truth. I am letting you in on current wrestlings. You know, I talk about preaching the gospel to yourself. Man, when I'm talking to you on this episode, I am preaching this to myself, not daily, like moment by moment. Because there's some moments where I'm like, we've got this. Things are going well. The kids are behaving. My attitude's good. All things are moving forward. And then it can like all come crashing down in a second. And I have just been like losing it. And I've been going to the Lord like, this is not how I want to live. This is not how I want to parent. This is not how I want to run my home. I need an anchor. There's There are winds blowing all around us. We have prayer needs. We have family needs. We have this move. So many different things. And... um. Just and and a lot of those things are really good things. Don't get me wrong; it's not like we're in this like horrible doldrums of you know stormy seas. Some things are difficult, but but a lot of things are good. Things we've asked for for a very very long time. Um, but it, it is still it brings pressures. It brings decisions. It brings um, just an, an amount of exhaustion as we have lots of plates spinning, and we are trying to navigate through all of these things. And I just keep coming back to like, Lord, I have got to have you. I have got to have your wisdom. I've got to have your strength. I've I've just got to have you. I need you in me, transforming me to be more like you because I am seeing, I don't, maybe it's just my Christian facade that these different pressures are peeling back and I'm seeing the raw and the real me and I don't like her. I don't like her one bit. She wants to be in control. She wants to have things done her way. She wants everything to conform to what she wants. She wants her children to listen and perform, not always because that's what God's word says or because that is what will teach them to be the children that they should be, but because she thinks that's what makes her look good. Um, She wants to have a, a beautiful marriage. Um, for the adoration of others, maybe, or, you know, just all, all these different things that I, I, man, I just come back to and I'm like, I am a sinful wretch that desperately needs the Lord. And so here we are just, I, I'm just working through some things in my own heart and life. And the mirror of God's word is so faithful and so good to show us the ugly, but not leave us there. To show us the beautiful on the other side, not beautiful in and of myself, but beautiful in Christ. And ladies, that's what I've got to have. That is what I'm reaching for. That is what I'm on my face begging God for. Because I want to be a beautiful biblical woman. I want to be a beautiful biblical wife and mother and and no higher calling leader or whatever you want to call me. I, I and, and strip all that away. Strip all that away. I want to be a beautiful follower, a beautiful worshiper of my Christ. Because that's what he's worthy of. That is what he's worthy of. So I, I I don't know where I'm going with this episode. I have, I, I mean, I've got notes in my lap. I've got my Bible open to a bunch of places. I've got books and notepads and, oh, it's just been 
it's been a season and I'm just in, in a devotional book or in a book I'm reading and it, it's just all over the place. So we're just going to roll with it. I'm going to try to keep it at 30 minutes and whatever the Holy Spirit leads me to, I'm trusting that is what you need. So in Deuteronomy 11, 11, it says, but the land, and then at the end it says, is a land of hills and valleys. Isn't that like life? We have our hills, we have our valleys, sometimes we have the mountaintops, and then sometimes we have the depths. In Psalm 42, verse 1, it says, As the heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. Um, we, we've heard that song, As the deer panteth for the water, so my soul longeth after thee. Um, and that's been one of my prayers recently. Lord, make me to thirst after you. You know what it's like when you are just scorched in the heat and you just can't wait to get water. Um, that's where my heart's at. That, that is what my heart needs. I am coming to the Lord like, oh, I'm so thirsty. I'm so thirsty. Lord, fill me. And, and may I not be replenished and then run off on my own and be good until I'm desperately thirsty again. No, Lord, keep me. Keep me in a place of thirst. Keep me in a place where I'm panting after you. And you know what? That's scary to say. It's scary to say because when circumstances are good, when life is all happy-go-lucky and, you know, everything's going swimmingly according to my plan, those are the times when I'm not so thirsty. But it's when things aren't going according to plan and I have more things to do than time in the day and decisions and husband and children and ministry and changes and and my own personal struggles. That's when that's when I'm thirsty. And here I am asking God to keep me in a place where I stay thirsty. And I think, okay, I, I want to have that heart. I, I want to be so longing after the Lord, but I don't know that I want to like stay in this season forever. Um, but I just, I'm, I don't know if that's what it takes. That's what it takes because, man, we, we just need, we need the Lord. We need him in our lives. In Psalm 23, Psalm 23, 1 says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want I'll go ahead and give you a sneak peek into next year on the podcast. So this year we've been doing the Respectable Sins Bible Study once a month through the podcast. I have been praying. So many ladies have loved that study. Um, so I've been praying, Lord, what would you have for next year? I want to do another study, same way, once a month, one podcast episode a month, um, given to a study. And I've thought about everything under the sun. Um, but my podcast, I try to keep it an overflow of what God is doing in my own heart and life because it does take a lot of time, honestly, just to be truthful with you. And so to plan something outside of the overflow of what God's doing in my life, I don't have time for that. So what the podcast is, is just what God's teaching me, what God's doing in me, what's happening in my motherhood and my marriage and just even my pursuit of biblical womanhood, that's what the podcast gets. So as I've been praying through this, God just keeps bringing me back to Psalm 23. And at first I was like, okay, I know I can quote this. I've been able to quote this for goodness, what, 25 years now? Um, that's a familiar passage. No one's going to want to study that one, Lord. Everybody's already studied that one. Um, 
But God keeps bringing me back to it, bringing me back to it. And so I'm, I'm just going to follow. I am going to jump in. And I've actually already started. Simeon and I are studying through it now together. I have several different sources and different um, glimpses that I'm going to take into this Psalm 23 study. And then at the overflow of that, we'll be coming on the podcast next year. But I want to share a couple things just that I, currently that God is using to encourage me, to hone my focus, to get my eyes on Him. Because when I say I'm desperately dependent, what does that even mean? You know, Webster's 1828 Dictionary defines desperate. It uses words like extreme need, extreme intensity. Um, You know, you have this desperate, I'm desperately dependent on Christ. Yes, desperately. There is an intensity in my heart. There is an extreme need in my heart. Like I said earlier, I'm coming to the Lord. Like I've got to have you. I want you more than anything else. And that's where I come to in this Psalm 23 chapter. The first verse, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. This is beautiful. This is so beautiful. The Lord is my shepherd. Let me change the emphasis of that. The Lord is my shepherd. My shepherd. You know what I realized when I was studying through this? As if there were no other sheep on this planet but me, he would still be my shepherd. That is so beautiful to me. That he loves me that much. And you know, sheep, we're going we're gonna to get on this more next year, but sneak peek again. So sheep are very silly and stupid creatures. Um, they, they are desperately dependent on a shepherd to, to even live, much less get water and food and to, you know, stay uh, healthy and safe. Sheep are desperately dependent. They have an extreme need. If you remove the shepherd from the sheep, the sheep cease to exist. Um, and that, that's me. I'm sitting here like, that's me, Lord. I, I want to be so dependent upon you, upon you, my shepherd, that if you are removed from the equation of my life, there's nothing left. I, I just, I want that heart. I want that fellowship. I want that intimacy with Christ that is so, so close with God, my father, just this this one-on-one, this this love, this beautiful relationship that, that he desires to have. And he's there. He's always been there. It's me who has wandered. It is me who has, um, you know, been there and then walked off and then came back and then went my own way again. But I'm asking God, keep me in a place where I'm at your feet all the time, where every moment of every day, I realize just how much I need you. Don't let me become self-sufficient. Don't let me think, think that I'm becoming self-sufficient because there's no way that I could be self-sufficient. Keep me dependent on you. So the Lord is my shepherd. And then it goes on to say, I shall not want. I'll not want anything but you, Lord. And you know, those two phrases are dependent upon each other. We shall not want is dependent on the truth that the Lord is our shepherd. They're connected there. We have all that we need in him. And there's no need for us to crave anything other than him. Because he is my shepherd, I shall not want anything else. 
And I want nothing else because he is my shepherd. I know that he loves me. I know that he takes care of me. I know that he goes before me. I know that he makes my way straight. I know that he he protects me, that he provides for me, that he meets my every need. He is my Jehovah Jireh, my provider. The Lord is not only the provider, but he is the provision. He himself. Ladies, first and foremost, if you do not know this shepherd as your personal Lord and Savior, reach out to me. I would love nothing more than to introduce you to not just my shepherd, but the shepherd who wants to be your personal intimate shepherd. But ladies, if you are a believer, if you have met the shepherd through salvation, don't let it end there. Let your heart become desperately dependent on him. Don't don't let it take a dark valley to make you realize how far you strayed. Keep your heart so close to God, our shepherd. And, and that's where I'm at. Just different things in my life have brought me to this point where, like I said, I am sitting here at the feet of my shepherd and saying, God, I don't want anything but you. I don't want anything but you. Transform me. Do a work in me that only you can do. Um, Throughout my day, I'm praying this. When When I talk to my husband and we have so many major decisions to make and and I don't know what the wise thing to say to him is, to how to encourage him, I'm just like, Lord, I'll just not want anything but you. I'm, I'm going to obey and follow in what you've given me, the wisdom that you've given me as I'm trying to train my children and, you know, nursing the baby and the two-year-old is rolling the entire roll of toilet paper into the toilet and then the older two are squabbling for the five billionth time. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I, I keep... I, I have these verses on repeat in my head. That's one. Um, I, I need you, Lord. I don't want anything but you. I don't want any other wisdom. I, and, and, you know, I, I love books. I love gleaning from other things. But I'm coming back to why all of that is great. Nothing replaces what God can give me. Um, so I'm telling him, I need you. I need your wisdom. Um, the, the Lord keeps bringing me back to the verse. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I, it's just been so much recently that I feel like I'm just, I tell Simeon at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm weary. I'm so weary physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. I'm weary. I am spent from all the different things of the day. And I keep remembering that the joy of the Lord is my strength. I may be weak in and of myself, but the joy that I have in Him, in delighting in Him, in this dependency on Him, in His presence, in basking in the light of my shepherd, that joy is my strength. Talking about strength, uh, it makes me think of the verse in 2 Corinthians twelve nine. It says, And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in mine infirmities, that the power of God may rest upon me. I think often when we come to this verse, we kind of come to it um, with an emphasis on on the weakness and the infirmities. And Lord, you know, I'm just under this crushing weight, um, but I'm going to trust in your sufficiency and I'm going to lean on your strength. And, and that's great. Don't get me wrong. I have been there. I am there. I have came to him with that heart with this verse. But somebody recently gave a different glimpse to this verse and it just encouraged me so much. 
She said, you don't have to focus on the negative of this verse, but focus on the positive. Be encouraged. Be excited with the reality that because I am weak, I can know that when I lean on him, when I lean on God, he is doing a work in me. Think about it, ladies. The God of the universe, the God that keeps the stars in orbit, the planets spinning, the earth going just the way he wants it to. He is here to give me strength in my moment of weakness. He is working in my heart. He is doing this transforming work. And just that looking at it from a different perspective gave me such insight on this is I can be encouraged not that, oh, I'm weak, I'm weak, I'm weak. I am weak. I am weak. And that often leaves me frustrated and coming with tears. Um, But I I can be encouraged that God's like, guess what? You don't have to stay there. I have strength and strength abundant, and I am waiting to pour it on you. I've been teaching my kids the song recently. He's still working on me to make me what I ought to be. Took him just a week to make the moon and stars, the sun and earth and Jupiter and Mars. How loving and patient he must be. He's still working on me. And, you know, it is encouraging. I'm so thankful that God continues this process of sanctification in me. I'll be honest, I I have been wrestling. I have been struggling. And it has not always looked beautiful and desirable. It's brought some tears and some just, my poor husband, just like, okay, Everything's going wrong. I am just dropping all the plates. I seem to be a failure at everything I try to do. And I don't know, he would say some of that's exaggerated. I don't really feel that it is on some days. But, you know, at the end, I'm reminded, God so sweetly reminds me, he's still working on me. And, And he's making me into something beautiful. And that is a person that reflects his image, his likeness, this sanctification process. It's not always going to be a beautiful little, you know, tra-la-la-la-la walk in the park. Um, There are going to be rough patches. There are going to be times. um, But it's in the tough times of my life that I have come to know the most about my Savior. That I have come to know him, to know specific aspects about him, different trials in my life. I can I can go back to them and say, okay, boom, boom, boom. These are character aspects of God that I came to know and experience through said trial. And right now, we're not necessarily in a trial per se, but I, I am in a season of a lot of overwhelm, a lot of change. Um you know, and a lot of that is just brought me to this place where I am just a new and a fresh, trying to ref- just bring a restored rest to my relationship with the Lord. And as I do that, I realize aspects about who he is. Again, he is revealing his character to me. And the the Lord being my shepherd is one of those. Just he's he's always with me. He walks beside me and I shall not want nothing. Nothing but him. That's that's so beautiful that the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of, of his presence, of his promises, of his provision, of his person is my 
strength. His strength is made perfect in weakness. I need not focus and on the negative aspect of the weakness, but I can delight in the fact that He is giving strength, that He is making me more like the Master as the deer panteth for the water. When I come to Him thirsty, when I come to Him desperately dependent, I don't leave that way. I leave filled and overflowing. And and that's how I have something to sit and tell you on this podcast, because he fills my heart and it spills over. And, And I've got to share it with someone because my God is good. My God is worthy of worship. And that's another thing that I just keep coming to is when I'm overwhelmed, when when I feel these things, I was just writing a list the other day, uh, stretched, overwhelmed, burnout, exhaustion, um, inadequate, needed, um, insufficient. It's just when I'm feeling these feelings and I lean on the Lord for his strength, I I come away renewed and refreshed and, and with a soul rest. And I'm learning that... Yes, well, don't get me wrong, physical rest is wonderful because, man, I'm a mom and there's nothing quite like a nap, but there's something that a soul rest can provide for me that even physical rest does not provide for me, that in the midst of activity, in the midst of busyness, in the midst of so many things going on, I can still find rest for my soul because the rest that my soul finds is not dependent on my circumstances, is not dependent on how long my newborn lets me sleep through the night or if I get to sneak a nap in between, you know, the homeschooling, or if I get to even sit down and eat a meal for the day, my rest is dependent upon my relationship with Christ. And and that God is standing there offering me all of himself. He's offering me that rest. I just have to be willing to meet him there. I have to be willing to give him all of me. I have to be willing to invest in in time, in study, in prayer, in meditation of his word. And I have to cultivate that relationship. I have to, to walk with him hand in hand, step by step, day by day. And, and that's where I'm at, ladies desperately dependent. That is just the churnings of my heart. And I know I'm going to go back and listen to this episode and think there were so many other things that I just had, you know, planned to say and and didn't. And I'm going to be frustrated with myself because that's how every episode goes. Um, but there's just so much in my heart right now that I just, it, I can't sort through it all. I, I just pray that something on this episode reaches into the season that you're in, the moment that you're in, the circumstance that you're in. And like I said, maybe you're in, you're circumstantially in a wonderful spot in things that should be, bring nothing but joy. But you're just tired because it's just life. Life requires a lot from us. Good things um, and the hard things. But wherever you're at, I just pray that this will just encourage you to love the Lord more and to be desperately dependent upon Him. And and one thing that I am learning in my moments where I, I, I gave that list, in the moments where I'm feeling stretched or overwhelmed or burned out, is to not focus on myself. If I focus on myself, it's this 
you, you know those like funnels in the mall, those like coin donation things? They used to have them all the time when I was a kid. And you put the penny in and it starts out slow and then it just gets faster and faster and faster until like, whoop, there it goes down the hole. If I allow my mindset to just be wrapped up in self, I am like that funnel. It just starts slow, starts slow, and then the more I indulge myself, the quicker I just, woo, you know, boom, uh, into the dark hole. (laughs) I don't want to be there. And something that God is just showing me that is not, that is, okay, that is stopping me in the moment and that is pulling me out of that and re- adjusting my focus and my heart on where it should be, my perspective, is worship. Worship. Um, Like I said, man, I, I am preaching the gospel. I am preaching God's word to myself all day long. I know women aren't supposed to be preachers, so I, anyway, that's a side tangent. But uh, to my own personal self, I am, mm, man, I give myself some sermons quite often. I need them. I need them. And I am just trying to to remind myself of the truth of God's word and praise him for it and worship him and bring him into every moment of every day because he wants to be there. And sometimes I think, well, you know what? Morning basket time doesn't really interest him. Yeah, it does. Why? Because he's my shepherd. And the shepherd never leaves the side of his sheep because he so tenderly loves that sheep. He wants to be there. He wants to make it about him. And and I've been trying to do that. I mean, we pray. We sing praises. Everything we learn is rooted back and anchored in Christ. Because you know what? We're studying about music. We can use music to praise God. God gave music. God gave the beauty and the order and the the design of music. Hey, we're learning about some crazy animal that lives in the rainforest. Who designed that animal? God did. God did it with a specific purpose. You know what? God designed us for a specific purpose. What does God have for it? I mean, just, oh my. Okay. So all that to say, (laughs) all that to say, God wants to be in every moment of every day. And I am looking for ways that I can put him in. And you know what? Another thing, when, when I start kind of that funnel funneling and, um, I, I stop myself, nothing ministers to my soul right now, like music does. And I'm, I'm working on creating a playlist. A friend of mine mentioned actually, in an upcoming podcast, and you'll hear her mention, um, she has a Your Ways Are Higher Than Mine playlist. And I thought, that's so good. So I have a playlist that I'm making, and I'm calling it Soul Strength. I need strength in my soul, in my inner man. And these are songs about God, about His faithfulness, about His workings in our lives, about um, just, just worship, just worship. And and they just change my perspective and get me back in the place that I need to be. And they do. They give me soul strength because they're full of truth, God's truth. They're full of, of the promises and the truth of who he is and who he desires to be to me. And that ministers to my heart, to the depths of who I am. And then it is out of that that I find the strength to just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. Um, And and God is so good. So 
Uh, I will probably listen to this episode because I'm going to need it. I'm going to need it again and again because, like I said, this is not something that I have conquered in my life. This is something that I'm currently wrestling through, um, something that I have to remind myself of. And you know what? I don't, seasons will change. We aren't always going to be in the middle of an international move. I'm not always going to have, you know, little kids that are just back to back to back that we're potty training and trying to sleep train and all these different things. It's a season. Um, but you know what? Other seasons are going to bring other challenges and other joys. And I think just whatever season that we're in, may we just stay desperately dependent on Christ because that's where he wants to be. Why? Because it is in that desperation that he then can provide his richest provisions and, and reveal himself to a depth that that we don't realize when we think that we can handle it all on our own. And we come to meet our shepherd and to know the heart of our shepherd. And, and it endears us to our shepherd and he, as he demonstrates his great love for us. So I'm going to close this episode out in prayer, and I just, I hope that something in this will encourage your heart as the Lord is just using His Word to encourage mine. Lord, I thank you that you are our shepherd and that we don't have to want anything but you, that you give us all that we need. I pray that you will keep each one of us desperately dependent on you, that we will want you and you alone, that we will desire for you to walk through every moment of every day with us, that we will lean on your strength, that we will lean on your wisdom, that we will lean on your sufficiency and not our own. Lord, and I pray that as you guide us down this road of sanctification, as you transform us to become more and more like you, that that will influence the lives of others around us, that they will see Jesus in us, that it will make a difference in their life. Lord, I just thank you that you are you, that you love us in spite of our failures, that you're patient, that you're long-suffering, that you're good and kind. Lord, I just pray that you will help us to realize that to new depths as we just cling to you, as we root our hearts in the anchor of who you are. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I hope that the No Higher Calling podcast has been a blessing to you. If so, please subscribe, share with your friends, and engage with me on Instagram at nohighercalling underscore. You can also subscribe to receive the No Higher Calling encouragement email on my website, which is www.nohighercalling.org. This includes podcast notes, what I'm reading, spiritual encouragement, a glimpse into my home, and some of my favorite products and resources. You can also enjoy more content on the No Higher Calling YouTube channel. I pray that this podcast will encourage you to fall more in love with Jesus and to be the Christian woman he's called you to be. Thanks for listening.